trivia, discussions, opinions, and the chance to have your say. Welcome to the Topical Resort. And welcome back to the Topical Resort. Yes, last week I did miss you, but uh, I did promise I'd be back soon. And back soon I am, because it's a brand new week. And uh, this time we're just going completely against the, uh, you know, the norm. And we don't have a topic for this episode. Uh, this wasn't just because I wanted to come back onto an easy episode. In fact, no, this actually took a lot more effort to plan out than usual. But instead, rather, I wanted to do an off-topic episode at the end of the month just to, you know, keep the show varied a bit, I guess. And that's what we're doing right now. But um, since we don't have a topic for this episode, and we'll be getting into some more stuff later after the first uh, after this song break, I thought we'd uh, just take this first song break to listen to some calming music. So uh, I have nothing else to say here, so welcome to uh, Not Chill Tracks of the Week. I'm not your host, KC. Anyway, enjoy Evening Star from Knuckles Chaotix.
And welcome back to the show. That was a rather short song break there. Um, Evening Star was a lot shorter than I expected it to be. And in fact, a lot of the tracks right now are very short. So I don't know whether I'm just going to like loop some of them or I'm just going to have to play more music. But who knows. So what you just heard there was from Project Chaos. That was Red Sphere Blue Sphere. And as I mentioned in the chat, I actually used to use that as my custom song for uh, Coconut More and Mario Kart Wii. Because, you know, CTGP is an awesome mod and I highly recommend you all play it. Also, let me turn this up a bit because this is like slightly too quiet and it's a great track. It's the um, Sonic vs. Darkness, I can't remember the subtitle of that game, it's the um, remix of Sega Carnival, Nightlight Carnival I think it's called. Oh sorry, Nightlight Paradise, it's a very good song. But, um, what have we got on the agenda to talk about today? Well, um, I actually decided, I think what would be a good sort of, um, well it's not a topic obviously, but I think a good sort of theme for the off-topic episodes is to talk about like the Sega, or just general Sega news, just to keep it, you know. As, just to keep it a bit varied, because I know like every other show talks about Sega news, but at the same time, you know, we can go to different topics, or sorry, we can go to different pieces of news every segment and keep it varied, and also you get a nice news roundup of like what happened over the month. So we're going to start off with uh, our boy Sonic Mania, and uh, this just sort of worked out in my favour, because um, some new Sonic Mania news was just announced. Announced? That was just announced today. So, um, first of all, I'm going to go with what I originally wrote down, which is the flying battery footage. Um, so, Knuckles the Echidna um, had some footage of him going through flying battery. I know, right? It's a very insane thing. Let me get up the news article here that I luckily had wrote down. Um, okay, there's another Sonic Mania news story, which I don't want. I just want the news. Come on, websites. Um, blah, 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 blah. There's been a lot of news this month, so I'm just having to like slowly sort of um, shuffle for it all. There we go. Sonic Mania Flying Battery Zone gameplay revealed. Thanks to Sega Nerds for this one. So, uh, new screenshots and gameplay of Flying Battery. In particular, they showed off a video on the official Sonic channel that was Knuckles in Flying Battery. Although there were some screenshots of Sonic and Tails in Flying Battery, and I will post some of these down below. Uh, Jamie asks, will Knuckles chuckle in Sonic Mania? Yes, I believe Knuckles will in fact chuckle in Sonic Mania. That is a requirement on his behalf. And plus, why would it be Knuckles without the chuckling? It's his signature move. So, um, no, that's the reveal. That is the wrong video. Uh, here we go. For some reason, it doesn't have the usual thumbnails that um, all the Sonic videos have. Yeah, I have officially turned into the blue zone of PT Kickass. The shots are a bit small. Uh, blame Saganers, that's all I have to say. Um, aside from that, I don't think I can really say too much because it's gameplay based and, um, you know. We're radio, we, we can't show off video here. So uh, the trailer shows gameplay of the level featuring classic music, or obviously it's going to be classic music, it's Flying Battery, updated model of Knuckles, plus new paths for the uh, characters to go through. And I don't know whether Knuckles will have like a separate path to the rest, like he did in uh, Free and Knuckles. Also, um, this, this article says Sonic Mania is set to release on PC, PS4, Xbox One and Nintendo Switch this summer in 2017. Uh, on to the next bit of Sonic Mania related news, which is it got a Peggy rating, which was Peggy 3. I don't know why people expected anything more, because 
Sonic, it's not gonna be, you know, Peggy 12, unless we're talking about <coughs> Shadow the Hedgehog. Um, See, so yeah, I got a Peggy rating of 3, that means you can sit down with the young children and play it and not have their, you know, face blown off by violence. But um, literally today, a few hours before I started um, this show, we discovered some new news. Um, which was, Sonic Mania is now, now has a Steam page, you know, right, riveting stuff. It, it just shows off like, oh, it's going to be released in summer 2017, and it showed off some screenshots, it didn't show the price. But uh, what we got from that was... There was a trailer, and the trailer didn't really seem to be too different to normal. Except at the end of that trailer, it showed Sonic Mania is set to release August 15th, 2017, and I'm hyped. Because it is going to be the best early birthday present ever, because it comes four days before my birthday, and I'm pretty excited myself. Will not even lie. I'm more excited for Mania than I am for Forces, just simply because I played a lot more classic Sonic when I was younger, so I have more nostalgia for classic Sonic. You know, I grew up in the modern era, but that doesn't mean I can't enjoy classic Sonic, because I played... Play, well, Sonic 1 was my first game, for the Master System at least, and then I got addicted to the classic games through Virtual Console and through, you know, collections. And the only modern game I really played was Sonic Unleashed for the Wii, and then after that it was um, Generations, so I wasn't really too hooked on it, so I don't have too much nostalgia for it. But aside from that, yeah, August 15th. Um, I was going to say something, but I was just distracted by a message that popped up on my screen. Oh yeah, this trailer was then later taken down, because I assume it was a goof on uh, Sega's part. Because, like, on the actual Steam page, it just said Summer 2016, and they haven't said anywhere else officially. So I assume the tr they used, like, the wrong version of the trailer or something on the page. And it was quickly taken down, but it is all over YouTube, and I'll probably post a link to it. In fact, I, I'll post a link to it through our good old friend Sonic Speed News, if he's still here. Because he re-uploaded the trailer and I'll give him some love. So, um, come on. That's not our old friend Sonic Speed News, that's some news channel I don't care about, come on. I know, right, absolutely riveting radio. You haven't even seen me try to, um... You haven't even seen me try to uh, import music yet. But yeah, here is the trailer if you would like to see it. And aside from that, there's all the Sonic Mania news. Um, I'm personally really excited for Sonic Mania. I think it's going to be awesome. Uh, I also think Force is going to be awesome, but I think Sonic Mania is just going to be that little bit more awesome. But, oh, before we go, Jamie has said there were some new Sonic 2 development ideas. And uh, there's always Sonic 2 development ideas, because they get like leaked about every single day. But uh, thanks to our good old pal Timmy T on the Sonic Retro forums, we can now see a unused overworld map from Sonic 2 showing unused zone names. Which I'm just completely stealing PT Kickass's Thunder right now. There we go. Take takes forever to post, but um This one and this one I'm just gonna post. And the other ones, I'm too lazy to post them all. So instead... Uh, Sonic 2 was planned as time tr cuts off. Present time, medieval time, present time is ruined. Travel back to ancient time. Uh, you can't read the other two bits, but... Um, we already sort of knew this because Sonic 2 and Sonic CD were being developed at the same time and both accidentally used time travel. Then they were going to be the same game and then they split and I'm honestly glad because... Uh, Sonic 2 is a pretty mediocre game, whereas uh, Sonic CD is my favourite classic game. I know, right, unpopular opinion, but I just said it, damn son. 
this design document is rather weird. It's um, I'm not even gonna paraphrase any of these, but it's basically like Sonic running over level set pieces with very cute drawings. If you'd like to see them um, here, Jamie already posted the Sonic Retro link down below. Anyway, that's all the classic Sonic news uh, we have now. So um, instead, we are since we talked about it, we are gonna play Flying Battery Zone One from Sonic and Knuckles right here on Radio Sega.
Request Resort. Send your request relating to the topic of the episode in a tweet to at Radio Sega or the Green Viper 8. Or send it in a Discord DM to Green Viper 8 through our Discord server at radiose.ga forward slash Discord. And welcome back to the Topical Resort on Radio Sega. Perhaps only, in fact, pretty much is the only radio station still playing Sega music, as we learned today, because this is not the news for this segment, but um, today we also, or rather last night, very late last night, we also learned of the sad closure of an old friend, Sonic Radio, which is a shame, because I may as well tell my story of this. But, um, but all of the Sega radio stations I really had some sort of experience with, Initially, it was Sega Sonic Radio back in 2010. I used to listen to that quite a lot. I, I was always sort of like not wanting to go to Radio Sega because at the time I was just a huge Sonic fan. I didn't really like any other Sega games. So I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to listen to the station that just plays the music I like. And then uh, I discovered Sonic Radio through that, which I, di- I didn't listen to too much Sonic Radio, but what I did listen to it, I really did enjoy it. And I eventually like sort of just came over to Radio Sega because I'm like, fine. Listened to it a bit, wasn't really too into it, although I popped back in again every once in a while. And then, like, my love for Sega eventually grew. Uh, my love, like, for Sega as a whole eventually just grew, and, um... I started listening regularly to the site in 2014, like, I'd pop in a few times a year, like, Winterfest, for a few special shows, but it wasn't really until 2016 where I started to get really involved, when suddenly I, um you know, became a host, and I pretty much listen to every show now, which is quite sad, but there we go. But, um, aside from that, Sega Sonic Radio, I stayed listening to up until 2014, when it just became really inconsistent, and the stream wouldn't always be up, and I'm like, screw this, and, uh, Sonic Radio closed in 2013, and although I didn't get to listen to too much of it, like I said, really good time I had with it, and I'm so sad to see it go, but aside from that, um, unfortunately... We're still going, I know people are sighing, but there we go. Anyway, now uh, back from our ramble, and uh, back on to what I should actually be talking about. From Sonic Mania, that was Studiopolis Zone, and as the chat pointed out, uh, Studiopolis got its name from a um, from the place where the voiceover was recorded for Sonic Boom. Let me just go to Wikipedia. Studiopolis. Studiopolis Inc. is an American post-production studio located in Studio City, Los Angeles. Specializes in voiceover recording and dubbing for several cartoon, anime, and video game projects. They were formerly known as Screen Music Studios and Studio E Productions until 2005. The studio is owned by Jamie Simone. You you hear that, Jamie? You're getting called out. Yeah, anyway, so uh, that's Studiopolis, and uh, on topic again. Well, we're not on topic. <laughs> Before that was Sonic and Knuckles Flying Battery Zone Act 2, and then before that was Sonic and Knuckles Flying Battery Zone Act 1, because both of those are only a minute apiece. So uh, now it's time to go on to the next thing we're talking about, and it's sort of ironic, because the chat started talking about Amazing Sega. Or, Amazing Sega, like, what's that, I hear you ask? But the chat started talking about it, and uh, it was actually already planned to be my next talk bed, so um, we're going to talk about Amazing Sega. So, um... Amazing Sega is a new new rebranding for the company. Sega-Bits reckons it's their mobile division. I personally don't think it's their mobile division. But, um, let me find the article. Sega Japan announces new Amazing Sega corporate identity. So Sega Japan have announced a new corporate identity and video series called Amazing Sega that will refocus the company's app 
attitude and determination towards going forward and promises more surprises than ever. I feel like this is a um, sort of good time to rip around the company, especially since there's so many games coming out last year and this year. That it's really a turning point for the company, I feel like, and they're really making an effort to uh, please their fans again, which they weren't for a while, which saddens me, but Sega's back on track. But um, what basically came of this is there's like a new um, intro to Sega games, and I think it's awful. I, I have so many memories of the Sega Swoosh, you know, the deep voice Sega. We're going to be playing all these in a second, but I have so many memories of that one. Like uh, the Sega, like the Sega chant, you know, Sega, that one. Like, I, I do like that one, but I prefer the Swoosh, I don't know, I think it's just memories of that one. But, I don't know. Anyway, we're going to actually play a few of these uh, intros, so I'm not just rambling. So uh, let me get up my soundboard just here. And uh, I'm going to turn this down. Yeah, we'll do that. Uh, and let me find... So let me go through these in order. So um, this is the original Sega chant from Sonic 1 and later reused in 2012 for Sonic and All-Stars Racing Transformed. Sega! And um, just for the sake of it, I included the Sonic Team intro from Nights into Dreams. One, because I really like this one, and two, it's a pretty major point in terms of Sega chants, so we're going to listen to that one. We're not going to listen to that one because for some reason it didn't import properly. Um, so instead, <laughs> we're going to listen to the swoosh from 2005 to 2017 was when this was used, so enjoy. Sega. And that finally brings us around to the new Amazing Sega intro used from 2017 onwards. Let's listen to that one. Not even a mention of Sega, it's just like some generic sound. And basically, uh, I'm going to have to paraphrase a bit here, but the video itself is just like some uh, eye, and it's got Sega in it, and it blinks. It reminds me a lot of um, the... I can't remember what it's called now, the 1996 Sega commercials. Um, the Sega Saturn ones. What are they called? It's, um... I don't remember, but it's the one with like the space, and um, it's introducing Sega Saturn. Let me look it up, because otherwise it's gonna really annoy me. Sega Saturn, comma. But Sega was just really infamous for their awful commercials during the Saturn era. Like there was one commercial that I think it was Nights into Dreams, and I think they paid like ten million, ten, ten million. No, we can't even mention minions, alright. Okay. It was 10 million they paid for it, and it's a really bad commercial, and I feel so sorry for them that they spent that much money on that commercial. But, um. Ah, um. Let me see if I can find it. Apparently, it's just called Introducing Sega Saturn, but I find that difficult to believe, because I swear it has an actual name. But whatever. Their the Japanese commercials were good, their European commercials were much to be desired, but overall. Sega um, didn't have the best commercials back in the day. But anyway, uh, this amazing Sega intro, uh, I'm not too keen on it myself. I much prefer the older intros that Sega have done. But um, if this is going to be like the face of their new company, like, as in, you know, this is going to be the turning point. I really want to like see them turn this around for the company. Uh, oh, Jamie said the Sega logo scream. I actually do have that one. I just got to play it. So uh, let's play that one. 
So here is the Sega logo screen. I believe this was used from 1995, and I think that was the only year it was used. Someone please correct me. But uh, let's listen to that one. I really like that one when they used it in Sonic 3D Blast, but I didn't care for it the rest of the time. But like Sonic 3D Blast, I really like that game. I'm sorry, I'm a guilty person. But uh, let's catch up on what the chat have been saying. Uh, Twenty says Sega has been getting back on track for the past two to three years. That I will agree with. 2014, when Sonic Boom came out, I feel like was really the turning point for them. They sort of went. We've done some stuff we're not proud of, now let's correct that, and uh, that's what they've been doing over the past 2-3 years. Some incredible titles have come out, some of my favourite games have come out of them in the past 2-3 years. I'm proud of where they're going, and I only hope in the future we're going more forward. Everyone's complaining about the quality of Sonic Forces, but... But, like, everyone's complaining about the quality, but they've so far seen one stage that put them off, which is Green Hill, and they're like, I I I'm not very... I'm not very faithful for um, Sonic. Uh, I'm not very faithful. I'm not very hopeful for Sonic Forces because Green Hill didn't look decent, and I don't like Green Hill. And uh, shut up! <laughs> like people just don't uh, just don't mess with Sonic fans. They're just really annoying. The game looks fine so far. Just stop being like nitpicky. Anyway, aside from that, PT says his favourite was the uh, Comic Zone Sega logo mod for Sonic Generations. Uh, I'm not playing that one because I don't have that one. Jamie says, shouldn't that be Sonic 3D Flicky's Island for us Essex boy? Yes, it should be, Jamie. Yes, it should be. Anyway, I, I should now mention the segment that's coming up. This is the Request Resort. This is where you get in a track of your choice. Uh, Twenty says, this startup you were talking about, yes, I did play it. It's just incredibly lackluster to listen to because it's just a generic sound. Up next is the Request Resort. This is where you get to play some uh, music relating to the topic of the episode. Except there is no topic, and um, I will read it to you word for word off the blog post uh, how you can exactly get in some requests. So, let me look this up. Oh, there's so much news right now. There's just another trailer for Big Big Fishing Adventure 3 just came out. Big Hazard Battle, a minigame, as on Tales Channel's uh, account. YouTube channel, that's it. So, um, um, since we don't have a topic, uh, you can't request music relating to the topic, so here's how it's going to work instead. The songs you can request can be from a game or a, or relating to the subject of games. As long as we have the song on Radio Sega, or you can provide me with an MP3 of it, it's eligible. Standard radio rules apply, meaning that nothing that could offend others... Oh, sorry, meaning nothing that could offend others, and try to keep swearing to a minimal, if possible, as we aim for a PG show. So if you have something that you would like to request, please send it to me in a DM. My name on Discord is GreenViper8, uh, just click on my name and send me a DM there. Or you can tweet at us, at Radio Sega, or, yeah, at Radio Sega, or at the Green Viper 8. And as Jamie is going to say, at the Real Faker, because he makes that joke every week. But um, if you tweet it to Radio Sega, please include me in the tag, or otherwise I can't see the request. Uh, thank you very much. So, um, in the meantime, we're just gonna, you know, we're gonna burn through my topics a bit because, you know, God knows I need that right now because we're only half an hour into the show, got another hour and a half to fill. So, you know, I really just need to burn through the topics of future segments. Jamie says, Big Big Fishing Adventure 3 is still a thing. 
does the game still have Mike Pollock, Mike Pollock and Roger Craig Smith? I believe it still does, but Big's Big Fishing Adventure 3 was meant to be finished in December, but they're just taking their time, which I completely agree with, but at the same time, I'm not sure like if it's just going to be one massive joke or whether it's going to be like really well done. Judging by the trainers, I'd be le- trailers, I'd be leading to believe it's really well done, because it just seems good, you know? But, um... Scary Red says it might be a joke coming from the Dreamcast Junkyard, either that or Dreamcast Talk. No, it's a real game. And it has real voice actors from the series. Because it was an April Fool's joke last year, except it was an actual demo. So, we're gonna just go with that, I guess, and they're gonna make it into a game. PT says it's supposedly canon. Yes, a fan game that's canon. As I said, there used to be a demo on April 1st, but they took it down ages ago. Uh, when they announced that the full game would be coming. And I actually have a speedrun of that demo, I mean what? Okay, awesome, we have a request in, which means I need to reload our, um, our damn, um, site once again, which means, you know, crashing of the talk bed, re, um, uh, where is it? Ah, there we go. Okay, we have actually quite a few requests here, so, um... Of course, it's all music that I don't already have, so uh, thank you to you lovely people. So instead, we're going to go here. Um, ah, it's under the, not um, what I thought it would be under. So we're going to download you, and of course it's an incredibly big file, and we're also going to download you. There we go. In the meantime, if anybody has anything they'd like to talk about in the chat, I mean, go ahead. Radio Sega's music um, website isn't being nice to me currently. It just completely trashes my computer. It's probably because there's so many files on here, which is why it doesn't like it. But, yeah, blame you people for requesting songs they don't have. Uh, Scary Red said, we've got to build that dream pie. Yes, the Dream Pie is a very great concept, I love it. Uh, I talked about this during the Dreamcast Hour, it is basically getting the Dreamcast back online using the Raspberry Pi and a modem, or a USB modem, which then gets converted. Uh, Veritex says, MP3 scratch, no. Yeah, it's got a scratch on it. (laughs) Just... Uh, can we talk about why, what, how you suck because of Essex and why your show sucks? Uh, that's a good question, Jamie. So, um, the reason why Essex sucks is because... No. No. That's why. But Blaze, I'm talking about the, um... Oh, anyway, I should probably say this. Skyblaze says, Ha, I have way more files than you, Viper, and mine works fine. I mean the actual website itself. The website itself just caused my computer to go super slowly. It's not nice. But yeah, um, I wish the MP3 was scratched. The MP3 wasn't scratched. Also, um, oh, that's an absolutely incredible download there. So I download um, a soundtrack and it has absolutely nothing in it. Just why do you do this to me, I guess? Oh, <laughs> why do I need to suffer like this? Uh, yeah, but why does Essex suck so much? I don't know. The, the stigma that's around it, surrounding, you know, the shows, you know, the Towie, we can't deny it. Okay, here we go. Uh, everything's just, like, falling apart right now. <laughs> it's just some sticky tape here. So, okay. 
There we go, that's the track I was looking for. Oh, yes, lovely. The track that Casey requested uh, actually doesn't work. When I tried to download it, the, the server just throws me a hissy fit. Lovely, so um, that's knack of that one. If you can, can you please send it to me? Because... Uh... Oh, um, hang on. Uh, there's an issue here, there's an issue here, there's an issue here, damn it. <laughs> Stop, stop, stop. <laughs> I was talking for way too long. Um, so instead, I'm going to fill the silence with doing this. Uh, so talking is a thing. I forgot this talk bed is way shorter than my usual talk beds. So there we go. Let's play you. That's better. <laughs> Let's take this on repeat this time so that doesn't happen again. So in the meantime, I am going to nab the stuff that I missed out on. There we go. There we go. And now I can actually get back to importing my music. I feel like I just did this, but um Nope. Awesome. This is going so well right now. Oh, okay, we've had a lot of messages in the chat. Oh, um Twinny says you're going to talk about this potential return. I was not, but now I'm going to talk about this potential return. So, um, there are rumours that Seaman will be coming back because, um, well, the team behind it have all got Seaman shirts on and the web address for Seaman, um, now has... I can't remember what it has on it, but it has a teaser on it. So, uh, with, like, those two things matching up, it's highly likely that there is going to be something. Um, Twenty says, "Can I squeeze the theme to Seaman in?" I will have a go at it, although I'm not sure if I can fit it in because I just have so much stuff to download right now. It's just like putting me off a bit. So let's do that. Just do that. Um, I really do apologise for how messy this talk bed is. Just everything has gone wrong <laughs> behind the scenes. I can't download the music. It's it's you know it's all gone badly. But um, there we go. Oh, 64 tracks, lovely, yeah. Uh, Jamie says, doesn't Sega own Seaman? Um, I think they do. I say so because I'm not sure. Also, Chris Christmas Seaman, the lesser known of the two Seaman games, the one that nobody talks about. Well, I say the two Seaman games, I mean, the lesser known of the Sega's Christmas library because for some reason that's a serious library that they have. Obviously, Christmas Night's a better game, but nobody ever talks about, um, nobody ever talks about Christmas Seaman, so uh, there you go, it exists. That's all I can say. But if you're excited for Seaman, go right ahead. I mean, I, I won't judge you, but hardly anyone's played Seaman. They just know it because I've seen videos of it. Okay, there we go. Um, I think I'm just going to deal with the rest of the music as it comes. Um, let me just check what this request actually was. Uh, thank you, PT. It is Seaman.ai is the official link. Okay, um, no, okay, that doesn't work, lovely, so, um, because that's not the actual name of the track, um, ah, dear, what is it called, what is it called, no, that's not it, ah, 
that's bad. Are you sure it's from um, the Sonic Zone Remix 2012 Veritex? Because I am not seeing it here right now. Um, I'm looking really hard for this, but I cannot find it. Yeah, I am not seeing this right now. Um, Um, I'm just going to have to move on because I'm really wasting a lot of time here. So um, here is the first request I received today. This is from Jamie, Mr. Wonderman. This is Golden Axe, the ZX Spectrum version, Wilderness 128K. Enjoy. Request results.
And welcome back to the uh, incredibly so going slowly topical resort. What you just heard there was from Persona 5. That was last surprise, as requested by KC. And uh, apologies for that, I was the wrong version. I don't think it was. But um, the version that is on our playlist does not actually work. I couldn't download it. So uh, I had to grab it off YouTube, <laughs> as any insane person would do. Before that was Seaman main theme, as requested by Twinny, aka Mr. Social. And before that, from Golden Axe ZX Spectrum 128K version, that was Wilderness, as requested. Requested by Jamie, Mr. Jamie, aka Mr. Wonderman, aka PT Kickass, aka Green Fabric. He has a lot of names. So um, anyway, um, now that's out of the way, uh, I'm going to have to speed through this. So uh, Sonic Forces news. Um, come on, Sega Naz, you, you guys need to help me out here. So um, Sonic Forces, where is that on here right now? It's been so much news, it's just been buried. Come on. It's on the second page. So, Sonic Forces includes a character creation customization for series first. So, basically, there was some new footage shown off of the city level. No one cares. But instead, um, we're just. We're going to have to talk about the character selection because uh, DeviantArt have finally got their own game. I know, right? Exciting. So, um, everybody's like crying about it in the Sonic community. I don't want to make my own character. <laughs> Shut up. Okay, so uh, you can basically create your own character, and there are plenty of different options. You have a wolf, automatically draws in rings when near them. Rabbit has longer invincibility time after receiving damage. Cat keeps one ring after being hit. Dog restarts with five rings after player dies. Bear blows away enemies with homing attack. Bird flies high with double jump abilities. Hedgehog collects rings when getting damaged. As who am I going to play as? Um, between Wolf and Rabbit, although the abilities of Bird with a double jump are slightly too tempting for me. Uh, Sega... Pl um, Sega says players can play through the entire campaign as their custom character and have it play a key part in the story. So, uh, blah, 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 there's new gameplay of Park Avenue, the, um, the new stage which is on fire, which you play as the custom character. Who's like this wolf? Yeah, it is the wolf. It's the wolf character with glasses, um... A what they called headpiece on. He's got some gloves and he's got some boots. And uh, the internet seems to have fallen in love with him. There's um, a lot of inappropriate content of him on the internet, which I will not be repeating to you because this is a PG show. Uh, Jamie says we couldn't make them one of the three main characters of Freedom Planet. Um, out of the three, which one would I make? I feel like I would probably make Carol or Carol, maybe Lilac, because uh, I, I like Freedom Planet. It's a good game. Can't wait for Freedom Planet too. Um, Veritex says, I'm going to block every self-made Sonic Forces character. Uh, I can't finish that sentence on PG Airwaves. PT says, is it a PG show? Yes, it is, although it never actually sticks to PG. I mean, what? Anyway, um, since I need to rush on, I'm going to play some music from Sonic Forces. So, uh, here is the main theme, Instrumental, as played by every single Radio Sega show the week it came out. Enjoy.
And welcome back to the Topical Resort. What you just heard there was from Sonic Forces, and that was Green Hill Zone. I was promised by the YouTube place I downloaded it from that it was a clean rip, meaning no sound effects. They lied to me, that was not a clean rip. You clearly heard some jumping sound effects in there. But before that, that actually was a clean rip, and that was the main theme of Sonic Forces, uh, the instrumental version, since we currently don't have the lyrics. But um, now it is time for, as our lovely announcer said, it's time for the Topical Thesis. And as Jamie said earlier, uh, I shouldn't be talking over such lovely music. And I agree, this is a very nice song. But um, we're going to get into the topical thesis, which is, should Sega bring back their old franchises? Because this ties into a recent bit of news which said that Sega wanted to revive some of their old franchises. So um, as always, we got our three points for three points again, and then we come to a justified conclusion. So... Um, 1.4. I believe that Sega has a rich history and they should be more like Nintendo and embrace their heritage. One thing you notice about Nintendo is they're constantly making references to older IPs and making, like, you know, collections and uh, re-releasing their old games. Sega don't do that as much and Sega have a very rich sort of history. They they made a lot of different genres of games and I feel like they should embrace that and people would enjoy if they embraced that a lot more and there'll be a lot less ignorance in a Sonic community. Because uh, the Sega community are also pretty ignorant, but the Sonic community takes the cake. Uh, Sega's old franchises have quite wide appeal and could be successful in modern audiences. Tell me why a new Jet Set Radio wouldn't be successful with a modern audience? Exactly, there are just so many games that Sega have that would be successful with a new audience, but they don't make any more of them, which I think is understandable because that ties into a later point. But um, this could please older fans that don't have a good relationship with Sega and they'd be more likely to buy newer games. Because fans complain that they don't make Mega Drive games anymore because that was their childhood and they haven't grown up and nowadays all they do is just watch the football and complain. But um, if you bring back those old Mega Drive franchises, you know, the only games that were ever good because Sega haven't made a good game since 1996, if you bring back those games perhaps you can get those people to start buying them again, meaning that they're going to have a bigger revenue stream and they can start to make more games. But as for my three points against, the fans have given Sega a bad track record and therefore people won't want to purchase new games. Um, fans go, Sega, we hate you, you suck, you know, you can't make good games. Eventually people start to believe that and, you know, internet outlets hate Sega, Sonic outlets hate Sega, actual news stations hate Sega, and overall they have a very bad reputation and I don't feel like this will fix it. Uh, we're still unaware as to whether old development studios will return and how good of a job they will do. Um, because obviously, like Smilebit, for example, is now washed up, and I believe the last thing they worked on, or like the last thing, the Smilebit themselves have washed up, but they went into other groups, and I believe the last thing they worked on when they underwent a rebranding before being completely fizzled out was the Mario and Sonic series, and now they just fizzled out into other sections of Sega, whereas before they were an independent studio. That's an example, but if they were to return, I'm sure they'd do a very good job, but if they didn't return, who would take their place and would it be a very mediocre company? Or would it just be Sonic Team again, because they seem to do every game at the moment? And uh, it's a financially risky move, as more money may be spent on the games than return, and therefore putting them in a bad financial situation. This is true, because um, Sega have some franchises which were very miss. Um, I love Alex Kidd, but I can't really see that doing too well in the modern day. Yeah, like Maybe if it's a digital only title like uh, Wonder Boy was, but then Wonder Boy did well and got a physical release, so maybe the same could happen. But I don't, I don't feel like that has too wide of an appeal, and... If they just like focused all of their marketing on like old franchises, I don't think that's a good idea. Like they need to focus on their current successful franchises and just have like the old ones as a backburner idea because 
something like Mega Drive fans who haven't grown up don't understand is Sega are a company. They need to make what sells. They don't just make a new Streets of Rage because you tell them to. Although I'm sure a Streets of Rage, a new Streets of Game, Rage game would be very good. So anyway, conclusion. Although there are some financial risks involved in reviving old franchises, Sega's wide variety of games and rich history leads me to believe that there will be an audience of reboots, leaving me to believe that Sega should revive their old IPs. What's your opinion on this? You can get it in on the Discord, radiose.ga forward slash Discord, and I will read out your opinion on air. Or perhaps you're more of a Twitter person. That's okay as well, because you can send that in through um, either at Radio Sega or at the Green Vaporate, or maybe you just prefer Facebook, you don't like messing around with any of those, we got you too. Facebook us at Radio Sega. So let's see what you guys have been saying in the chat. Uh, PT says that Sega should bring back st- Streets of Rage. They are good night and have fun. Um, Veritex says I can donate one money. PT says donate one mania. Veritex doesn't have any mania. Uh, let's have a moment of silence for Veritex because uh, we all need some mania in our lives. So in the meantime, I will get up the Twitter account. So let's see this because I haven't checked this in a while so we'll just see if anybody has any opinions and as for the chat uh, I says I'd like Virtual Fighter 6 I would like Virtual Fighter 6 very much indeed but uh, I don't know how well it would sell Veritex brings up a very good point the problem is that people demand new games from old franchises and then they complain about it um, I can't think of a good example but um, off the top of my head but the type of people who always whine at Sega to make like new Mega Drive revivals are exactly the type of people who don't buy them and then whine that they don't make any Mega Drive revivals. And even when they do, they're like, oh, this is not like the old days, because you know why it's not like the old days? Because you're not a nostalgia blind baby like you used to be. I'm just saying. Because nostalgia is a horrible thing in some ways because it blinds our views on the new things. You know, I... I I have nostalgia, but I don't let it like blind my viewpoint on games too much. Like some of my, some of the games I played as a child, I now hate. Some of the games I played as a child that I hated, I now like. I mean, it just goes back and forth. But like, um, I don't know. Like, I don't let it blind me. Like some people let it blind them. I guess. Uh, I says. Uh, good point when competing against the first ever computer game that is Tekken. Tekken is the first video game ever, I bet you didn't know this, because according to Radio 1, uh, Tekken was the first fighting game, sorry, 3D fighting game ever, but actually, they got that information wrong, because Tekken was actually the first video game ever, I can confirm it here, because it wasn't even the first 3D fighting game, so, uh, like, good job on researching that one, guys, round of applause. And uh, Rexy is now happy that the madness got posted, which I pointed out um, a few minutes ago, if anybody was listening. Uh, anyway, I think that brings us quite nicely to the end of this segment. Um, if anybody still has any opinions, you can send them in, and I'll probably read it out at the beginning of the next segment. But for now, I'm going to play some music from my Sega, or two of my favourite Sega franchises. So from Nights into Dreams, here is Paternal Horn, right here on Radio Sega.
Tropical Resort, only on Radio Sega. I ain't a winner, pay the front line, take the don'ts. He's coming out again for a new point. Get your bets now, ladies and gentlemen. Four fours to point, mark four. Ace, two, scrap, 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 mark four. Ace, two, eight, ace, two, scrap, grab, mark four. Grab, mark four. Who wants the, wants the hard four? Five, wants four. Check me out, y'all. Coming out for a new point. Get your bets now, ladies and gentlemen. 
place your bets, ladies and gentlemen. Missed an episode and want to catch up? Want to re-educate yourself on the topic of a previous show? Download our podcast from the Radio Sega Media section. Subscribe to us on iTunes or stream the show through Stitcher. Discord calling. Oh boy, it's time for everyone's favourite part of the show because I don't have to listen. They don't have to listen to me nabber on because somebody else can come and do it. It's time for the Discord calling. How do I join this calling? That's a good question. You just simply need to have a microphone, you need to be in our Discord server, radiose.geo forward slash Discord, and you need to join the chill out. Now, with that ramble over, why don't we take some time to relax? Because that was incredibly difficult to say very fast. And uh, we're also not running as low on time as we were before, so... Um, I'm just going to stall for time while I wait for people to join the chill-out, because there is one person meant to be joining the chill-out in a second, but uh, they're, they're being slow. Uh, come on. Come on. I, I can bait people in here, like some cheese on a string, you know. That'll work. I don't deny it. So, does anybody have any news to talk about while uh, this awkward talk bed goes on? Come on. This person is taking forever to join the chill out because I invited them on. They're like, yes, I'm like, okay, awesome. So, uh, oh God, okay, let's read some. Um, Let's read through some more news while we wait. Some less notable news that I haven't already read. So, um, Gunstar Heroes soundtrack on vinyl goes on sale Saturday. Woohoo! But I, sw- I swear Gunstar Heroes was already on vinyl. Or is it just a sale as in... A sale as in, like, uh, the price is dropping? Vertex says, is it Jamie? No, it's not Jamie. Um... Crazy Taxi Gazillionaire coming to mobile. No, it isn't, because it came out ages ago, because I remember, because I downloaded like the original version of it back in about January time, I'd say. But more importantly, Crazy Taxi Classic is now free, and it fits in with the amazing Sega rebrand, meaning that it has adverts on it, much like Sonic CD have uh, had. And if you remember Sonic CD, that was a complete disaster, because Sonic CD, even if you like paid for the game previously, you had ads on it, the ads were really intrusive, they got in the way, and eventually they just delisted Sonic CD from iOS because they didn't want to deal with it. It's still on Android if you have the, uh, the Amazon Underground version, is free, has no ads, is widescreen, and is the best. Veritex says, can I play the Gunstar Heroes vinyl on my MP3 player? Yes, yes you can. We, we, all have the, we all have the vinyl attachment for our MP3 players, you know. Because who doesn't have a vinyl attachment? Also, I'll just rip this person. Twice your connection messed up. That's you, Jamie, because the the rest of us, it's fine. I am stalling for time. (laughs) 
There we go, okay, somebody's in the chill out, it's not the person I was expecting, but uh, we are going to welcome this person anyway, and uh, they're a regular around here, so let's grab them in the chill out. I'm going to wait for you to turn your radio off, because I know what you're like. My radio isn't even on, I just got my internet connection back on. Nice, okay, anyway, welcome to the show, Jamie. Hello, it really is that time of the show. It really is that time of the show. The time of the show when talk about chill out. Talk about ten minutes of uh, um, of uh, internet connection issues. Yep, uh, it wouldn't be a regular episode of Jamie as the chill out without you know Jamie's internet connection dying, would it? Well, yeah. The, was it one time you said it's time to uh, do this card call and, and my connection completely died? It did. Uh, anyway, what Sega news or just anything related to Sega would you like to talk about today on the show? Uh, as my connection messed up, I actually was trying to say something about what you were saying about uh, Sega, past Sega franchises returning. Okay, go right ahead then. Uh, you were saying that uh, it's usually the fans that are, uh, are like usually to blame for like when Sega brings back a past franchise. But I'd say 90% of the time it's down to Sega because of them uh, not actually doing a decent uh, half decent job when it comes to winning them back an old franchise. Okay, I semi disagree because like there are times when I do it really well, but like those type of fans aren't like loyal fans. They're just people who play like their games when they were younger and they necessarily don't know what standards are, so they just complain about anything. And that's sort of like the target audience I was talking about. They'll just complain about anything, and those sort of people, even if like it's a game they like, they'll just go, "Well, Sega, I'm going to make any more of these." They're not gonna, you know, make a good one again. But anyway, go right ahead. What about uh, Project Altered Beast on PS2 or Golden Axe Beast Rider? They're not the best examples, and you know they're not the best examples because they weren't released they are, outside the UK. They, uh, they are the best examples because again, Sega tried to bring back an old franchise, and yet they did a half decent job. Yeah, um, half decent is um, not the way I'd put it because I may as well just explain this just because why not. Um, the PS2, uh, my least favourite console, but the PS2 had no quality control in Europe, meaning you could practically release anything on European PS2. That's why when you go to like boot sales over here, you see so many like 50p PS2 games that are all awful. Yes, but the games did also get Japanese releases. That is very true, but did the I I thought the uh, Altered Beast game only ever got a um, European release. Altered Beast on PS2, if I remember correctly, was uh, Japan and Europe. Let me look this up. Okay, so um, in the meantime, is there any other like topics you'd like to talk about? Uh, I'll say on top of that, it's like what you're saying, like. Uh, quality control. Look at uh, some of the pots, semi uh, semi parts they did on the Game Boy Advance, like uh, Shinobi and once again Altered Beast. Uh, that is very true. Yes, they weren't the best. But what I'm talking about specifically is like I've seen like Mega Drive fans complaining that Sonic Mania doesn't look good and it's going to be like the worst game ever, and I'm just sick and tired of hearing these people who like don't have any faithfulness to Sega who like Wait, don't who's, Wait, who's saying that because I've seen constant I've seen a lot of plays for Sonic uh, uh, for Sonic Mania 
like a lot of like people who just like played the Mega Drive Sonic games and then haven't played a game since. Like I've seen a lot of positive stuff, but like you just see that like one person who goes, "Sonic Mania is going to be a bad game because it's not like the Mega Drive games." Um, are you sure? Because last time I looked, um, Sonic Mania is practically Sonic Four. And the, the fact that it's also done with, uh, should we just call them hacks of uh, unofficial parts of classic games enhanced? By uh, huge Sonic fans themselves, they know what the fans want. That is very true. Yeah, Sega do know what the fans want now, and they're doing a better job of doing that. But at the same time, I'm not talking about Sega. I'm talking about uh, Taxman and Christian Whitehead. Uh, they, uh... Sorry, I'm just trying to coordinate with someone else right now. Um, Sega, not necessarily, but Christian Whitehead and um, Tax—they're the same person. But Taxman does definitely know oh, yeah, what he's still. doing. <laughs> yeah, but Taxman and Stealth do, do definitely know what they're doing because they've made games in the community before. So, like you know, Stealth made Knuckles in Sonic One. Um, I can't remember what is Christian Whitehead made um, Retro Sonic. You see, you know, they both have experience and they're fans at heart who just so happen to get an opportunity to make an official game. So they know what they're doing. Plus, on top of that, Stealth has made uh, proof of concept wax as well. Yeah, that is very true. I'm going to have to turn my Discord on to Do Not Disturb because I'm getting bombarded with messages right now. Because they didn't Stealth make the uh, Sonic uh, 132 uh, X part, and then he did, was it, uh, a part of Sonic 1 on the uh, Game Boy Advance? Yeah, that's the one that most people know him for, the port of Sonic 1 on the Game Boy Advance that proves that Sega were just incredibly lazy when they made Sonic Genesis. Yep, the Game Boy Advance could easily handle it, it was just a crappy engine that was using. Well, they were using a Sonic Advance engine, which clearly wasn't meant to run a game like Sonic 1, it was meant to run a completely different style of game. It probably could if they had more time on it. I don't, I don't know how long the development cycle was for um, Sonic Genesis. I reckon, I, by the way it looks, it's probably something nowhere as long as like over a year. It yeah, like that's how job. long I'd say roughly, because they wouldn't spend any longer than a year on a port, I'd say. Face it, for that year, because that was us celebrating, uh, was it 15 years of Sonic? It was a terrible year. Sonic 06 and it, Sonic the Hedgehog Genesis. Yeah, but then also, like, two very good games came out of it. Sonic Rivals... Well, two games I like, Sonic Rivals and Sonic Riders. Uh, Never oh, played... Sorry, we got a, something from Scribblers which says, Sonic Genesis was rushed and made in less than six months. Actually, I can see that. Wow, that sucks. That does suck, but you know what sucks? You. Anyway, Jamie, um, sorry, we have... The lions, the lions are busy right now. So, uh, do you have any like final words you'd like to say? What lions? I'm the only person who comes on this bloody show. Yeah, no, but um, everybody's just deciding not to join the chill out. So instead, uh, do you have any like final words or just like one final topic you'd like to talk about? Um, I just want to say that we need more. Pe- we need to motivate more people on the show. Get guests on the show. I mean, full on guests. Yeah, that will happen, but I arranged to get a guest on who's not a very special guest in just a second. So, uh, anyway. <laughs> um, I, thank you so much for coming on, Jamie. Do you want to, like, scream as soon as you leave? Nah, I just want to see you suck. Okay, you suck. Get, get lost. Okay, bye. 
So um, we've that was Jamie, and we've had some uh, calls from our Overlord KC, except uh, somebody else already arranged <laughs> to be on. But KC, I will attempt to slot him in. But for now, I'm going to see if this person actually responds to me. Oh, you gotta love that Discord ringing noise. Here we go. Right, good welcome to the show. Hey. This is the meme of the king since he won't introduce himself. Um, he is my usual stream <laughs> co-host. Hi, I'm I love the gun on my vapor. Just exactly um, and uh, oh, it gone. They just uh, cause mayhem every time we're together. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's exactly a good way to put it. So, um, you mentioned that you wanted to talk about um the Sonic Mania news. Do you really have anything to say about that? Oh, I had just um, uh, like the um the bot the um. um uh, well, the, well, they announced the date today was August fifteenth. It was obviously a lot of people will will, will be because uh, like they thought it'd be early summer because obviously the original date was meant to be March. But obviously, uh, it just depends how it goes because uh, a lot of people are skeptical with the game with uh, with seeing that they're going to rehash all levels and, and and stuff like that. But like at the end of the day, it's another Sonic game that I'd rather have like you know like two Sonic games in a year than have like one. Yeah, that's my outlook on it as well. Like, I don't care if even if like some of the levels are rehashed, it still means we're getting two very solid games in a year. Um, yeah, I um, actually um, I played it. I played Sonic Mania at EGX last year, and I think I played Studio like um, Studiopolis, and it, in the physics and everything, they just feel like it's a classic Sonic game. So, like, hopefully it stays that way, and they just tweak it a bit more, so there aren't glitches and stuff like that in the game. Well, it seems like they've had a long time to polish it out, at least. Wait, yeah, well, that is true. Like, like I, I don't know how long the development cycle's been for it, but it looks like it's been a long time. Yeah, it has been. It's, I, I reckon, um, because do you remember, like, the um, Sonic 3 and Knuckles remastered for, like, mobile campaign that went on? Oh, I because um, didn't Christian Whitehead, like, make a demo for them? And then yeah. just, like, showed them. He made, like, a demo, I believe, in, like, October 2014, and then, like, the campaign was like, we want Sonic 3 & Knuckles Mobile back in 2015. I reckon the reason why they didn't get him to work on 3 & Knuckles Mobile was, like, back in 2015, was because, like, work for Sonic Mania was probably already starting, and they didn't want to, like, put them on two projects at once. So I think that probably it started in 2015, but they just didn't tell anyone for, like, a year. Well, I... Well, probably, man, it's Sega, you know, they love to hide stuff. Yeah, they do. Uh, do you want to talk about like the um, what is it, the flying battery zone that was revealed? Oh, oh, oh yeah, like a um, flying battery zone. It's obviously one of the most iconic levels in Sonic Three. Everyone generally loves it. Um, it's I've, I've always been hoping that they'd bring it back because it's just it, it's one of those levels that I could play for like a long time and generally just enjoy. And when they revealed it like ages ago, um. I, I thought it was good, and looking at more gameplay now, they're like changing a few sections up, uh, adding more knuckles bits, which is always good. Always adding more and knuckles and more chuckling is always a good thing. But it's like one of those stages that they didn't overuse, like Angel Island or um, Mushroom Hill. Like people just sort of left that one alone, which I'm glad it's coming back from Mania because it needs more love, and also it hasn't been done to death. Well, yeah, the, I think the reason they left it out of um, Generations is because everyone knows Angel, Angel Island and stuff like that. So the reason they put it in there was because it was iconic to uh, Tinnacles, to where he lives and stuff like that. And you're right in the sense that it hasn't really been overused. I think it's been in, like, 
it, it's only been in um, like Sonic 3 or has it been remade in a, a few ones? I can't remember now. But, um, I don't know. And uh, another, it's nice to see you coming back as a classic stage now that all three characters are in the game as well. I agree, and I think it'll be, I think it'd be awesome to see like some modern stages remixed in Sonic Mania, like not just classic love, but like love for all sort of like Sonic stages. But at the same time, the new stages they've shown off are very good, and I'd be more leaning towards wanting new stages rather than rehashed old stages. But that's just me. I mean, yeah, because um, like, you know, like, wasn't Mirage Saloon already going to be like a stage in one of the originals, but then they scrapped it? Uh, it was meant to be a stage in, I believe it was meant to be like in Sonic CD. And then um, they were going to bring it back for the 2011 version, and it's still like hidden in the data. If you um, in the iOS version, I believe it's still in there. But uh, oh. they scrapped it because they were told not to mess too much with the original game. But uh, they brought yeah. it back for this game and just rehashed it into a new zone, which I think is a very good idea. I uh, because obviously you know, people love new, uh, and like obviously this whole game's just about it's like continuing the classic Sonic, but as if uh, the amazing game uh, like I mentioned never came out. Oh, you're disinvention now, that's where I'm going to have to stop you. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, uh, well, man, it's a good game. It's just, like, aging, you know, like, compared to other games. But, like, I still enjoy it when I play it. So. Yeah, I agree, it is aging. But, uh, anyway, have you got, like, any last words or just any final thing you'd like to talk about before we, um, go? Um, um, no, and, and like, nothing really. Just, um, just on about the, like, the whole um, like Sonic Forces um, like create a character thing because it came out this month, didn't it? Um, yeah, it did. It came out right right at the beginning of this month. So um, go briefly over that, I guess. Uh, yeah, because um, a lot of people um, like I was looking around. I think it was when the Bubsy thing came out. It was, <laughs> it was actually quite a good uh, like thing on their part to make everybody think. But um, a lot of people were theorizing that that it would be a creative character. And it was, and a lot of people are like mixed feelings. Like this is probably one of the biggest things in the in the fan base right now. It's um, it's mixed between either you like it or or you don't. I kind of get where the people that don't like it come from because they were probably expecting a character that was maybe going to come back in other games, in in like build a legacy, like Shadow has because he was so popular in SA2. Uh, but also, uh, I but I also like see the people from like Creative Character as well because it's new. And that's one thing we don't see in the Sonic franchise very much. New is, uh... ideas. <laughs> I can't like, even yeah, remember like last time when we saw a new character was, I think it might have been maybe the Werehog, I feel like was the last new No, oh, the boy. Deadly Six, but like the last new playable character I think was the Werehog. Oh boy. Oh, just Yeah. Don't get started on the Werehog. Just a... I'm not gonna say anything about that, but uh like yeah, like the custom character thing, it it can go well if all the options are there. It's just like it it just depends what the stages are going to be like because either they're going to underuse the characters as to where the stages are few and far between, or they're going to just overdo it where the other two Sonics are kind of pushed back. Well, which like wouldn't like really be that bad because obviously it's a new idea. Plus, yeah, obviously. It, like is about Sonic, so you know you could have him in there somewhere. Exactly. All right. Anyway, King, uh, thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, we're gonna have to hear more from you soon, I guess. But currently, uh, I just checked the time, and I'm gonna probably have to move on. But thank you so much for coming on, and good opinion. Uh, all right, man. Like cheese for having us, you know. It's it's been pretty good. Yeah, and you actually managed to keep it clean. Well done. Hey, you did something. Anyway, thank you so much for coming on. See you later. Tight see, man. And that was the King, and I just noticed the time, and I'm gonna have to move on if I wanna, you know, actually be able to.
you know, finishes before 9 o'clock, because that seems like a good idea. So we're going to go into the toppy mix segment, because we do have a fancy intro, I just decided not to use it there, so, um... The first song is a Sega track, which relates to the topic of the episode, except there is no topic. Second... No, it doesn't relate to the topic of the episode. The second track is a remix, which relates to the topic of the episode. There is no topic, so I just picked a random remix. And the final one is a non-Sega track, which doesn't relate to the topic of the episode, and I picked one which I thought was fitting. So, um, this song has kept me going throughout the week. This is like an anthem for me right now. So, um, from Hatsune Miku, Project Diva X, this is Love Song. Enjoy. Let's get scratching. Bye. <laughs> 
IPA. Let's do it. I'm intercepting the transmission from the place where the rhythm reflects of the sun. Don't mind the fire, just a bush getting burn. We say we're getting higher, it's no euphemism. So let's hit up the road connection. We bring the hash and you can tag us as the freshest of the bunch. See your crash and his bad ain't no hunch. Cook the sick beat, so we made a fast break for lunch, yeah. Trails of the sand through the promised land Looking up around the nation and the weed made landfall 
Keep it moving from
and welcome back to the show. What you just heard there was from Super Mario Sunshine, and uh, yeah, we, we got a bit of outrage in the chat there for playing some Mario music. That's the non-Sega track segment. One track out of the entire show that is not Sega music, and that's why Mario music was there. But bef- that was Bianco Hills, but before that was uh, Rob KTA and Sony Runners, and Rob KTA actually seems to be with us in the chat, so hello, good sir. But um, I was... That was Angel Roots, and I was falsely accused of, uh, you know, not not getting a legal copy. But I actually did get a legal copy of that song. That was my original copy. Except Radio DJ rather stupidly doesn't have any M4A support, which is what iTunes downloads in. So I had to convert it using my normal method, which normally works fine. You know, doesn't lose quality. Today it just goes nope, and instead, uh, what you heard there was a rather um, blurry. We'll go with blurry. I'm gonna say blurry, but who knows. We'll go with a rather compressed mix, that's the word I'm looking for, thank you. A rather compressed mix of Angel Roots, but before that was Hatsune Miku Project Diva X, that was Love Song, and now it's time for the end of the show. So, um, next episode should be back to normal, I say back to normal because I don't know yet. But next episode should just be a normal topical resort, take just one Sega topic, make an entire episode out of it, not this just take tons of Sega news topics like we have been today. But hopefully you enjoyed this, you know, off-topic episode, and we'll be doing more in the future. But for now, I'm going to leave you with Vanquish, Freight Train Battle 1. I've been your host, Green Vibrate. Thank you so much to everybody in the Discord and everybody on the Twitter and Facebook who have shown interest in the show today. You've been a real supporting hand in getting this show back up and running. Thank you so much, and enjoy the music. It's me signing out here from the Topical Resort. Enjoy.
Radio Sega. Playing the best Sega music 24-7.